Welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast, where we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We encourage everyone to learn more, and we work to equip believers to share their faith with everyone they know. All right, welcome to the Tending Our Nets podcast. My name is Joshua Sherman, and I am your host here. We've been talking about what life will be like for believers after death, what life will be like for believers in eternity after Christ returns and judges the living and the dead. This helps to frame the hope that we have. This is part of our declaration when we're talking about the gospel, when we're answering questions about where people will go when they die, when we're answering questions about where we will spend eternity. One of the things that I highlighted last week is that we are actually called children of God if we have faith in Christ. We are called co-heirs with Christ. That means we're not just going to be going somewhere to experience something, but we are going to be participating in what God is doing to rule and to steward creation in eternity. To be called children of God is something very specific in Scripture. And so it's important that we actually understand what this means. It's important that we not get it wrong. One of the things we have to be careful of is this understanding of the timing of when all of this happens. We are described as being born again when we have faith in Christ. And so in some sense, we are truly children of God in the here and now. And yet we also have this sense in which we are not yet fully what we were created to be. For one, we are mortal and that will be fixed in the resurrection. For two, most of us, pretty much all of us, have a long way to go when it comes to actually doing what God calls us to do and staying away from sin. So, sanctification is an important thing to talk about. So we can get into a bit of an issue if we start losing track of the fact that we, just like all of creation, are in the in-between. We are in the already and the not yet. Christ ascended to the throne when he ascended to the heavens. He reigns, but right now he reigns in the midst of his enemies. When he comes again, he will reign in full, and all of his enemies will be utterly defeated. This is the in-between. We are also in the in-between. We are born again in Christ, but being born again just means having new life. It doesn't mean we are yet mature. We have a process that we need to go through to get there, And God has given us many things to help us in that process. He has given us other believers. He has given us the scriptures. He has given us the church. He has given us creation so that we can see his glory and be reminded of him every time we see something beautiful in creation. These are all things that can help us to mature in Christ. He has given us prayer. He's given us so many important tools, so many important things, so that we can actively press in and pursue Christ. This is how we mature. One of the questions that I I talked about in the last series, actually, is whether all people or just believers are called children of God. And when I did that, I noted that Irenaeus actually kind of separates this out, and so does John. Uh, So when we read, I think it's in 1 John, talking about people who are children of God versus children of the devil, that it is what we do that sorts us into those two. It is who we imitate, who we worship, 
that sorts us into those two groups. So with Irenaeus, he saw that we are all children of God by virtue of creation, because God created us. He is our Father. And yet, we become more like God by imitating him and truly being children of God if we choose to do so. If we instead pursue other things, other gods, other desires, then we become more like those, less like God, less like children of God. And eventually, in the hereafter, we will be frozen in that state. That is not what we want. We need to focus on maturing. So let's talk a little bit about this maturity. Hebrews tells us that having the ability to discern between good and evil is a mark of maturity. And this harkens me back to Genesis. When we talk about them eating of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil, what did that mean? Is that something that God forbade them to eat from for eternity? Or was it more of a, you're not ready for that. Don't touch the hot stove. We don't know for sure, but I do think it's probably more likely that latter situation. Because if Hebrews is going to talk about discerning between good and evil as a sign of spiritual maturity, I don't think we can say that eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is categorically always bad. The problem was they were willing to disobey God in order to gain that knowledge. So I think there's a danger when we talk about grasping things that we are not mature enough for. This is part of the process that we are in in this life. We go through trials, we go through tribulations, we go through testings in order to help build up our strength and our perseverance and our faith and our trust in God. These are all things that we need to grow in in order to mature spiritually. The danger in grasping things we aren't mature enough for is pretty clear. If you think about especially the last century, a little bit more than that, really since the turn of the 19th into the 20th century, right, we have people learning how to fly airplanes for the first time, right? that accelerating and being used in war. We have weapons of warfare now that can destroy the world many, 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 many times over. Right? These are things that we probably aren't mature enough for, and yet we've somehow found our way to get our hands on them. Another great example is the internet. You can just imagine, and it doesn't take much imagination, all of the different terrible things that people do, that people accomplish, that people do to other people on or using the internet. There are good things too, and so this technology is not inherently bad. But there is a problem with the fact that we like to use these things before we're mature enough to handle them. This is a theme that we see recurring in Scripture, from Adam and Eve in the garden all the way through. And so, I think as we talk about being children of God, one of the things we really need to focus on is pressing into Christ, using the tools that he has given us in fellowship with other believers, being mentored by other believers with the scriptures, in prayer, in fasting, all of these things in order to mature more and more so that we can discern between good and evil, so that we can choose correctly between good and evil, so that we can serve God more and more faithfully in this life. That is what it means to be children of God. So, next week, 
we're going to get into a little bit more of what it means to be co-heirs with Christ and uh, talk a little bit more about that, because <clears throat> I talked about it a bit uh, a couple episodes ago, but there's more to it. Uh, it's actually even probably more amazing um, than we might even think. Um, so looking forward to that, and uh, glad to have you with me. Thanks for tuning in. As always, like, subscribe, share, rate, review on your podcast apps, on YouTube, on social media. Please help us get the word out so we can help to equip Christians to share the gospel effectively with everyone they know. God bless. You've been listening to the Tending Our Nets podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at the Raven Creek Social Club and by searching for us on social media via Tending Our Nets. Who raise us up to be-